Before we dive into this episode, I have a quick message for you guys. You know I'm all about human optimization, performance, and liberation of the mind, body, and soul. So I have a few tools and resources for you guys to become the best version of yourself that you could possibly be. The first is Strong Coffee. Strong Coffee brings you that specialty coffee experience and a healthy, done-for-you pre-mixed powder that includes instant organic coffee, grass-fed collagen protein, and MCT oil powder to fuel your mind and body for hours so you can spend more time and energy on the important things of life. If you're like me and love coffee, love caffeine, you need to have strong coffee in your household. It's an absolute game changer. They have amazing flavors to choose from like honey lavender, which I'm absolutely obsessed with, vanilla, mocha, and plain black. Again, you need to have this in your household. It tastes amazing and it's really, really, really good for you. You can use my code FOSSUM at checkout for a percentage off your purchase. That's code FOSSUM, F-O-S-S-U-M, for a percentage off your purchase. The next is Ketone IQ. Ketones are nature's super fuel, proven to support energy, focus, endurance, and more. Developed alongside the U.S. military and top universities, Ketone IQ delivers all those benefits in one drink. No caffeine, no sugar, just clean, on-demand energy for superior physical and cognitive performance. You can get them in a bottle or a shot form. I take both. I absolutely love them. I take them before a podcast, before I work out, or any activity that I'm going to need some cognitive energy, focus, and clarity. It really kicks in and helps me get the job done. I did a podcast with Michael Brandt, the CEO and co-founder of HVMN, who produced these Ketone IQ drinks. If you want to learn more about that subject, I suggest you listen to that podcast. It was amazing. You can use code CALEB at checkout. That's K-A-L-E-B at checkout for a percentage off your order. Last but not least is Vibram Five Fingers. You guys know I'm all about that barefoot lifestyle. I firmly believe in living a barefoot lifestyle. I think it's healthy. I think it just strengthens the foundation of your life and your body and just helps you overall, again, with performance, optimization, and liberation. So Vibram Five Fingers is a shoe that helps spread your feet to give you that barefoot lifestyle. It divides your toes up to help spread that feet, strengthen your foundation, and give you that barefoot feel anywhere you go. I take them to the gym. I take them out. I take them when I go on walks. I like to wear my Vibram Five Fingers any chance I can. And again, it just gives you that barefoot lifestyle anywhere you want to go. I have a link with the discount code already applied to it. So all you got to do is click the link and check out for a percentage off and free shipping for your order of Vibram Five Fingers. I'll have all links and codes in the show notes. And I really hope that you guys take advantage of these tools and resources that have helped change my life. I hope they change yours. I genuinely use all these products and I really, really hope that you guys take advantage of this opportunity. So now an uninterrupted podcast. I really hope you guys enjoy and be uncommon. All righty. Welcome to Be Uncommon. I'm your host, Caleb Foss. I'm here with CC Murray. Um, you know, she's a speed performance and just athletic development coach. Um, she even has a background in physical therapy, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a, a overall badass human being. Um, and we actually go way back. I think I've known you since I was in like fourth grade or something from just a, a mutual family friend. And I just kind of like to set the the background of how I usually, you know, know my guests. And um, it's been really cool just to see, you know, CC is a, um, you know, member of Spelman Performance, which I feel like has just taken over the world of uh, of speed. Um, they've been traveling around doing great things, but I definitely just want to dive into CeCe's journey and um, who she is as a person and the, th- the things that she's had to go through to get to where she's at. So CeCe, thank you for your time. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. 
sir. I'm happy to be here. And yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think like, I think of you as like one of those like full circle moments, you know, like known you for so long. And you're one of my, you know, one of my groups that I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll train you all for free for the rest of your life just because yeah. I was testing what I was doing and didn't know what I was doing at that time. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a journey, but I'm so like happy to be here with you and see what you're doing. And, you know, granted we've worked together a little bit, obviously in the past year, but it's been fun. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I mean, going back to like, to that, I mean, I remember training in the softball outfield at El Toro high school of, you know, hopping the fences when it was just like two or three of us out there, you know, and, um, we were doing football specific training and I mean, I guess I just want to get into like, what, what got you into what you're doing? I mean, what attracted you to sports? What attracted you to speed specifically? And just kind of going through that journey for you. Yeah, for sure. So like you said, I kind of started my background in physical therapy. Um, I really loved it. I learned a lot there. Um, I learned how to manage a schedule there. I learned how to deal with busy schedule and, you know, basics and fundamentals and movement anatomy. So that was all great. I loved my boss there, my mentor there. I'm super grateful for that opportunity. Um, but, you know, it just, it was never fast paced enough for me. You know, it was, it was always, the schedule was busy, but the work was, I, I just wasn't, I was always like, oh, I need to do more. I just feel like I want more. And that's when I kind of, um, you know, kind of linked up with like more high schools in the area. So that's, you know, where I was in Mission Viejo, Tesoro, Tribuco, Mission, San Juan, all those are so close. So we got a lot of football guys. And, you know, at that point, I just got along really well with them and kind of like really, really figured out their track. So any football guys that would come in there, my boss was just like, oh, yeah, you take them, you take them, you take them. And then I just, you know, started building relationships and going to their games and, um, happened to kind of stumble upon like a seven on seven. So I, I coached that, which was fun. Um, and that where it was where I was like, okay, I'm really interested in this like lane specifically. So, you know, I used to sit in on, on chalk talk and random practices and sessions just so I could, you know, get more, get more feedback and information and just learn more basically. So that's when I kind of started training you guys, Tony and all them where I was just like, okay, I know these kids already. I'm just going to train them for free on the weekend, see what happens, see what works and what doesn't, you know? And, and that was where I kind of like fell into place with like a more performance based um, industry rather than in physical therapy. So um, I actually met Les at the last office that I worked at. He brought one of his NFL guys in that I was working with and, you know, we just kind of connected and he was like, Hey, like you're really really hard work. I can tell. I really like you. My guy really likes you. Like, let me know if you ever want to work in the future. So I was like, okay, cool bet. And then I ended up leaving that facility like a week later and I called up Les and I was just like, Hey, like, you know, let's connect, let's work. He was like, Oh yeah, bet pull up to Jay Sarah tomorrow at, you know, five in the morning and, you know, let's figure it out. Just come say what's up. You know, a bunch of my guys, you were one of them. So, mm -hmm. um, he was like, you know, a bunch of my guys there. So, uh, just come say what's up. And I was like, okay, bet. So I pulled up and showed up and has literally just been showing up ever since. And that's just kind of how it like progressed into this basically is, you know, we only have four like coaches on our team. And the reason we are so tight knit is because we always show up for each other. We're always down to work. We're always, you know, feeding off of each other and, and creating that team culture is like, you know, it's, it's the most important factor. It's the only reason why we are successful is because we all do work so well together. 
Um, we're probably a little bit biased as far as that goes because it's hard to bring some other people on, you know, when you have such like a heavy system and a, and everything. So um, it's been a, it's been a lot of work for us, but I'm like so grateful for this team and having them. You know, they challenge me and they hold me accountable. Probably a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> I get zero, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it's been great. Uh, I mean, there's a couple things I obviously want to unpack there, but um, what came up for me when you were talking, thank you for sharing all that, was just, I mean, being a little bit behind the scenes with you guys, I mean, I've seen firsthand how hard you guys work, and it's literally insane. Like, I I mean, I, I don't know if I'd be able to do what you guys do at all. Like, just the, the data you guys sit there, and like everything from start to finish is just always organized, and it's been incredible just to see, you know, the growth of it all. So um, I definitely second that. Um, and a part of that, I mean, what I love about all you guys, um, but I mean, in your story, you know, particular is just, you said you kept showing up and you're just relentlessly curious. Like I'd sit in on Chalk Talk, I'd sit in on this, I would do trial and error, I'd train people for free. I mean, like getting started is like the hardest part. And like you said, you kept showing up, okay, pull up tomorrow at five in the morning and there you are, you know, and it's all the, it's it's the things that people don't see behind behind uh, the scenes, right? Showing up, setting up the field, going through the workouts before you guys even put the guys to the workout, and then the breaking down, and then taking the film and all the data that you guys just consumed in that day, and and then breaking it down and doing it all over again, like every day for months. And so I just really tip my hat to you guys. Um, but it's been really cool. So I mean, in the beginning of that journey, you know, keep showing up. I mean, what do you think the most important thing is for people like listening, like say, cause I think you're obviously an inspiration. This is a very male dominant field. Um, so I definitely want to know about the adversities that kind of you had to go through early, like as a woman in this field and, um, you know, getting to where you're at right now of just kind of taking, again, just completely taking over this speed world. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> it's a, it's a long ride and it's, <clears throat> I was just talking to Les about this and, and the whole team really is they're like, Oh, we're so glad. Like, you know, you're single with no kids. Cause you know, <laughs> and I'm like, that's crazy that you say that, but it's, but it's true. You know, like it, it, it is, it's a, it's a, it's a very like manually intensive work and mm -hmm. job. Um, and not a lot of girls want to do that and that's okay. And I understand that, but like, I just, I saw the passion that Les had. I saw the passion mm -hmm. that the whole team had. I saw the vision really early on. Um, so I bought in really early on. And, um, and so I kind of was just like, okay, what, what exactly do I need to do to make this successful, to be successful, to put my team on? And that was, like I said, to show up wherever, whenever, no matter if it's 115 degrees, no matter if it's one kid, no matter if it's for five hours, like nobody wants to show up that much and and it's and it's it's a hard truth and and some people do of course and that's the people that we we really commend and and a lot of people do it but it's 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 tough you know um i mean you've seen it you used mm -hmm. to come out with us in the summer even at like you know servite and you were just like how do you what do you how how did you do this all day Dude. you know because it it's not it's not just the hour-long session it's like okay you have to get there 45 minutes i'm hauling 45 pound plates six steps from my car and sled no lie you know and uh, that's just like, nobody sees that part so it's a, it's 45 minutes before it's an hour to an hour and a half session and then 45 minutes after you know it's just it's 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 de it's demanding and you know people um i think 
like misconstrue that when they see what I do maybe, Mm -hmm. or like I get, I get told often that I'm so lucky and you know, that I'm in the position that I'm in. And, and though I do feel that way, I do feel blessed and I'm honored and, and, you know, so grateful to be in this position. Like that's not luck, you know, it just, it's just not, I've, I've spent a lot of time and hours, you know, away from things that, you know, I've, wanted to spend time with her, you know, time away from my friends or my family. And even this last whole month, you know, it's like, I've been gone more than I've been home and, Mm. and they understand it, but not a lot of people do. Mm. Uh, I mean, again, I can attest firsthand to, like you said, that tribe that you guys have created. And I always respect the hell out of how tight you guys have kept that, that group. Cause you know, when you are expanding, obviously there's more things to be done, but you guys just kept it all in house and just kept taking on more and more and more for like each of your guys' roles and building this, this amazing company that you guys are building. Um, and, uh, you know, this journey, like you said, luck, I mean, I definitely believe in luck, but like you said, your luck was exposure. Luck. You kept showing up, you kept exposing yourself to situations and working hard. And it's just, you know, enjoying the fruit of, fruit of your labor. But as you're climbing, there's still all this work to be done. Um, like you guys just said, you guys just traveled this whole month. I mean, um, what did you guys do when you were traveling? I know you guys went to like Nike um, and you guys are going to these cities. What exactly are you guys doing, you know, spelling performance in these cities you guys are going to? Yeah. So, the, I mean, the first two months of the year, you probably know me and Les were out in Dallas. So we had three different locations for our, our draft prep class this year, which was more than we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a Dallas location, LA, and then OC. And granted, we were able to spread it out and we do have such a reliable team that, you know, we had JP and OC, we had interns and we're able to make it work. Um, so January and February, we were in Dallas. And then since we got back, we have basically partnered with um, a bunch of facilities kind of across the nation and, basically want to give them our speed management system and like assessment tools so that we can give that away kind of not for free, but we want to make sure that we are putting people on with our system that we trust um, to kind of carry out our system and our assessment. And um, again, basically the, the idea behind it is going to these different areas and facilities and creating this community and this culture um, one to create hype around the area and let people know that, you know, we're not the only ones that are doing this. Hey, these people are certified. They can do this. Um, and so we wanted to kind of create that space for them. And then again, just make sure that we're kind of putting everybody on. We Whether it was six kids that signed up or 50, like we went and, you know, the work that the work stays the same for us. So we just did a, a like a two to three hour camp at all these different facilities, bringing all their facilities out and their staff. And then, um, yeah, just running through kind of like a testing application, technical type stations, and then like a, a game at the end. So it was, a, it was a fun experience, you know, all these events, it's like, we were learning more and more from each one. It was like, okay, that one was a dud. What did we do well? What did we do wrong? Um, and then, you know, kind of learning from each one. So it was like our last one that we just got back from was our best one yet because we took all the last eight, nine events and kind of put that into, you know, what worked and what did. I mean, you guys are just, you guys are just doers. Like you guys just get shit done. And I've very rarely, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard any of you, your team at Spellman Performance, like ever complain about a thing. And I know that was one of the things that we kind of talked about, like, 
you know, uh, we were at Together Ship Together, the elite athlete middle school, and um, Spelman Performance is the speed side of that. And I know we were there. One of the big roles was pretty much like you, we figure it out. Like no matter what's going on at the session, we're just we're going to figure it out. Shit goes wrong. Tech, technology isn't working. Like nothing's going to be perfect. And the ability to figure it out between you guys, you know, Les, JP, everybody there, it's like it's insane. I mean, it, it's insane. That's the only reason we get along, man. <laughs> we look at each other and we're like, okay, what can you figure out? And, you know, like, that's the whole, the whole basis behind, you know, finding a good team is like, there's always going to be gaps in a system, you know? So mm. it's like, okay, Les is great at one thing. JP is great at another. Dylan's great at another. I'm great at another. And it's like, you know, bringing different people on who do have such different backgrounds or different personalities, like it's the best case scenario because, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, we all work really hard. So where does everybody fit in the best and, you know, what's their lane and what's their niche? And, you know, Les is obviously a genius. JP and Dylan work endlessly. And then, you know, obviously I'm a hard worker, but, you know, it's about building those relationships. So I think that, you know, a, a really key factor to our team is that, like, they're like, at this point, we just keep you around because you're, you're great with everybody. You know, you, <laughs> you come everybody once a week, you always stay in contact. And they're like, you know, we don't we don't do that. And. Um, you know, I, I kind of, I agree in that, like, it's a, it's an emotional kind of sense. And, you know, being, being that I am a woman, I think that it's easier for me to do just because that's how I am with my friends with my family, I always got to check in. So keeping those relationships is like the best part of my job, you know, cause I am, we get people, you know, in high school or we get them during combine and I, I keep that relationship with them for, you know, for their career. And, and they notice that kind of stuff, you know, like, you can train with one person one time and, you know, maybe they helped, maybe they didn't. But if you build a solid relationship with them, then there's, you know, nothing you guys can't do. I absolutely love that. Um, and, you know, as a coach, I mean, you know, you have to have this confidence about you and this energy because, you know, the kids, the players, when I mean, you guys are working with youth to professional um, and, you know, you are the energy, you're starting the energy. And I mean, can you talk about if you ever had, imposter syndrome in the beginning of this process or something about you know like that feeling of okay you have to lead a group you have to lead a team or you have to even the stretches i mean i know early in like you know a training career or coaching career if you have clients like leading a stretch can be like anxiety you're like oh fuck, i gotta lead the stretch you know so it's kind of going through that journey of like you said you're coming and showing up and then i mean now you're you're leading groups you know i mean then you have been for a while and just kind of taking on that role and, and how that confidence plays into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, that confidence has, I mean, there's still days, you know, now where I'm like, Oh, do I know this? Or, Ooh, well, they're going to trust me. Like, it's just, it, it just all comes with it. But when I first got, like I said, when I first got with Les, like I was just doing their gun stuff. I was doing stretching stuff. I wasn't even doing the warm up at that point. I just, again, showed up every day and kept on telling Les, like, Oh yeah, I want more. I want to do more. I want to do this. So I went from, you know, doing stuff way behind the scenes to the next year I started doing prehab and warm up to where now this past year, like, I, you know, I had the guys by myself. So mm -hmm. it's definitely been like a progressive journey. Um, but it is, it, it does come down to confidence and, and being able to uh, trust in yourself and trust in your voice. Like you can always tell, you can always tell if, you know, a, a coach feels confident or if they don't. And that just has come from reps, so many reps, like, you know, Les will throw me out there and, you know, we'll just say, oh, like, take them. And I'll be like, well, what do you want me to do? And he's like, figure it out. You know, you're smart enough. You know what to do, you know? So it's come from those on the fly situations where 
you know, I have to, I am forced to demo. I'm forced to, you know, take a group and without much direction. And I am at the point where I do trust in myself enough now to where I don't question that what I'm doing is right. And so I think that that's where, you know, the confidence comes in because it's not always going to be there. You know, it's like I said, especially being a woman and and mostly leading a a lot of male dominated groups and and large groups. It's hard for me because I'm like, can they hear me? Can every, you know, we just, well, we're at an event with 50 kids and I'm like, okay, where do I have to stand? Where do I need to be to where everybody can see me, where everybody can hear me? Am I speaking loud enough? You know, all those are factors that, you know, you, you don't really um, think about or grasp until you're right in front of them. And then you don't have a choice, you know? So yeah. that's, that's where the confidence comes in for me because we have done so many of them at this point and I have gotten so much practice at doing it. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, like I said, like grown men still tell me I'm, you know, I'm doing something wrong or, you know, and, and that's where it comes from too. I have to, I have to take those, those reps and wash them first of all, like, you know, not think too much about it and then say, okay, well, what can I do better the next group that I have? Yeah. Again, I mean, just relentlessly learning, you're always learning, um, and looking to get better. And I love, it's like, uh, Les is like a Mr. Miyagi. I mean, like, he's just throwing you out to like, there's just this burn the boats mentality, but it's so trim. And the only way to learn is by doing, I mean, he's like, no, you got it. And then you're like, you know, you start to think, but that's the little, like you said, the little, you know, notches on your confident belt that you get with each, each group you do, each drill you do. And like you said, the repetition. And I mean, just that you guys are always in the arena doing, and um, it's inspiring. And, you know, like you said, always giving free game. You guys do give free game. A lot of shit that you guys should probably charge for, you're out there in the world because I know at the at the very top of the list, it's to serve. Like you guys really just want to serve anybody that can benefit. I mean, speed, this whole speed thing changed my life. I mean, it, is, it changed my life. And it's just funny how you think of like speed, like speed training, but it really did. I mean, everything that it entails and the attention to detail and then like learning your body, it was like, such an incredible thing. So um, again, I just really, really appreciate the work that you guys do. Um, it was an awesome experience, you know, for me, because like I said, even you, like you went from on the weekends, me like being taking out whatever I was bringing ladders, I was bringing parachutes, I was bringing whatever, yeah. you know, like I said, and, and, you know, half of it wasn't bad, but the other half, like, you know, are obviously my programming and my uh, system has changed tenfold since then. Um, but that's has become from, you know, me just doing research and being out there and consistently, you know, just, just eager to learn. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you're constantly evolving you and, and, and the team and, you know, you guys are creatives. You guys are creatives in the sense of like, it's not always black and white. You guys are creating these events. You guys are creating the, the content, like all these different stuff. You guys are our creators. And you know, do you have, do you specifically have any type of like, you know, routine or like state that you like to get in when you guys are doing this kind of stuff? Or is there anything specific that, that, that you go through to, you know, before you're prepping for anything, before you have a group or anything like that? Yeah. Um, I should be better at doing this. Um, I always meditate the night before. And usually when I wake up for, I, so I do like a 10 or 15 minute the night before. And then I do a five minute one when I wake up and Usually that puts me in the right headspace just because when you go into it and you don't have a clear mind and you're not taking in, you know, what went wrong and what went right the last one, you can go into it and be stressed out. And, you know, I have to go into these events specifically. I think um, I'm gaining more knowledge on just because we've been doing so many of them. But I had to understand that something is always going to go wrong at a camp, whether that's down to like 
messing up a cone space or, you know, something like that, or an athlete didn't get registered, like something almost always will go wrong. So it's like, okay, let me list out what did go wrong at the last one so that I have a solution for it this time. So I'm more prepared than I was at the last one. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, like it's, it's the same goes with, you know, a bad training day or a bad rep. It's like, okay, figure that out, wash that. Don't think too much about it, move on. And like, how can you progress? You know? So I think that just, again, going into things, knowing that you can learn from them and that these failures aren't always a problem and they're not always going to impede you from doing better. You know, I think, I actually think I was talking to you about it. Like you've got to fail. You have to fail many times. You have to fail often. You have to fail a lot. You have to fail hard, you know, to like, to really take those things into account and then like fail forward. So like how, you know, how do you move forward from this? And, 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 you know, again, keep this, keep the positive attitude and not let it get you down and instead, you know, learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, a, what's pretty cool about this relationship with what you guys do, speed and life. And, you know, we come into a group, you know, training for combine, and this is like the biggest job interview ever. And you're showing up every day to the field and there's these good and these bad days. And it's like this, it's this roller coaster of emotions, you know, and um, I just kind of want to hear about that whole roller coaster. I mean, when these kids come in, right, they're anywhere from 21 to pros that are 30, whatever the case is, but especially the combine group, they're coming in, trusting, obviously, you guys with this preparation, right? And then I know there's this cool point in the process where it gets worse before it gets better. Like you start to get better and then you just decline for like this week, right? Or this week or two. And then you start to really see your PRs get hit and all this kind of stuff. And then you guys are watching the combine, watching these guys hit these PRs, being the fastest lineman quarterback. And you guys have this amazing list of, you know, Spelman alumni that have come through your guys' program and gone on and um, done some amazing things. So just kind of that roller coaster of, you know, they're coming in, that dip, and then the highs of when you're seeing these guys reach their dreams. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's, it's such a crazy eight weeks and to even say it out loud, like eight weeks is an insane amount of time to get these guys to this, this position that they need to be in for the most important day of their career up to that point, you know? Um, so it is such a tight time frame, and, and half of that, I, more than half of that is mental, you know? So they come into you and, you know, they probably haven't had the best technique set up. Some guy, you know, we were in Texas and we were like, first day we were like, okay, uh, get up in a three, in three point stance just to see where they were at. And these guys were in lineman stances, like, and we were like, mm. oh, okay. You know, like it was, it was a process and it does, you're absolutely right. It does get worse before it gets better because they get to the point where now we've given them so much stimulus and so much feedback and cues that they're thinking so much when they get up there and you know exactly what I'm talking about, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so it's, it's, you know, accumulating all that information and trying to process it. And like I said, you, you do start thinking too much. You get up there and you're like, are my hips high enough? Did I lean over the line? Like, you know, and, and now, again, since you have so much in your head, it's hard to get past that. It's hard for the, the brain to focus on more than one thing at a time. And we've learned that a lot too. I specifically, you know, this is my third or fourth draft prep class now. And, you know, before I was like, oh, I want to I wanna be the best. I want to fix everything. And then I was like, okay, no, I just gave them three cues in one rep. Like that's not the best answer because now they are trying to filter through all those things. Now they fixed one thing, you know, one thing got worse. So um, going through that is, is obviously a process. And then, you know, you go through, we, we called it the Valley now because you go through this, this hard mental 
week to two week kind of depending on where you're at process where you're like, my times are shit. I feel like shit. Like what, what's going on, you know? And, and now we're at the point where we've seen this a couple years in a row that we know how to prepare for it. We know, mm. you know, at what point that's going to be. And we do, we got to put the pressure on them though. You know, the, the combine is, or pro day is a very, very high pressure situation. Um, you know, and that's kind of, that's been a goal of ours this last year specifically is being able to prepare them for that. So, you know, down to like, we always, like you said, we always want to keep the energy right. Super important. You know, most days they come in, I'll dap them up. We're listening to music. We're joking around. We're laughing. Everything's good. During the prehab, we lock them during warm up, and everything's good to go. But there's got to be some days it's got to be cold. It's got to be silent. I got to be standoffish um, because that's how it's going to be when they're there. And, you know, they're, they're confused. They're looking at me like, with you today you know oh, like, i remember my first stress test those stress yeah. test days those are but that's a real life that's that has taken i've taken so much from a day like that because i remember when we came out that day we came out for a stress test but none of you guys were talking to us and everybody was so confused like what the fuck dude like what's going on then Russ is like i'm running 40s and we're like what like what and then we had all these excuses and we had all this stuff and he's like what do you think pro day is going to be like like, and we're like, oh shit, like this was a test. And it was like, wow. And it was like, you have to create that reality and you have to do that. And you guys do such a great job of that, creating that, like you said, we're cool. And then all of a sudden there's that day and then the, the energy is weird, but you have to prepare for things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, they're the, the points in, in these careers and, you know, specifically for football, I would say like high school to college to pro are three completely different games are three completely mm. different systems. And, you know, you can, you can mess around in high school and you can have fun. You can joke around. You're not going to get playing time in college. You don't get playing time in college and you don't take that seriously. You know, you don't get to leave. That's, that's just kind of like how it works. So, you know, putting the pressure on them and, and knowing the right times, you know, like I said, we don't, it's not like we're doing that every day. We want to make sure that we're doing this at the right times so they can also peak at the right time. So they'll come in, like I said, one day, no music, no energy, no laughing. Hey, here's your warm up card. They're like, what's a warm up card? You know? <laughs> They're confused. And I'm like, this is what I'm going to give you when you got to go, you know, when you got to go and warm up by yourself and it's freezing in there and nobody's saying anything and people are looking at you, you know, it's, it's, you, it's, a, it's a, a, a mental game. And like I said, an eight week period is a very short period to try to prepare them for this many things. So not only, you know, do you have to run the fastest you've ever run in your life, but you also have to be like mentally prepared for that situation absolutely and again i mean this is an eight-week period where honestly you're probably one of the most vulnerable points in your life as an athlete coming and prepping for this job interview right like and um the biggest like you said probably the biggest day up in at this point in your career um to try to get to the next level but you create you do create this these relationships these friendships these like you know with your with your trainers and your coaches because of just this it's a lot of intimate time together um so i mean What's like that high like when you see a kid come in and he he puts the work and he does all the things and there's those highs and those lows and then he goes and performs and has this day and I know that I see less and, and everybody like on the phone talking to them prior to the running you even guys at the combine and I see like oh they ran and they're on the phone right after what was the time you know like how are those moments when you're watching it live you know you're watching these guys at the combine that you just trained for eight weeks you know and watching them perform on a high stage emotional yeah <laughs> very very emotional and uh you know 
I've been lucky to go out to Indy twice now and uh, it's just, a, it's a different environment. Even there, you know, you run into coaches, run into trainers and energy's high there and it's great. Um, but then you get to these days and you know, you're nervous as, as at least as, as trainers we are, cause it's just like, okay, is there, is it all going to go right? What's going to go right? What's going to go well. And you can't determine it at that point. And, and to be honest in, in the day of, or even the day before, you're not going to make any physical changes or anything mm-hmm. that, you know, you've, you've done the work, the work is already done. So everybody's always like, Oh, is it so crazy when you're there? Yeah, it is. But at the same time, we're not going to change anything right now. So we just got to make sure again, that they're prepped and that they're healthy. Um, like our, we, we go out a week before just to make sure that we're getting, you know, their potentiation workouts in, that they're getting to feel good about themselves, getting a little bit worked up, getting a couple of starts in, but otherwise like, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not like it's super labor intensive. So when they get to that run day, it's just like, you know, we're, we're sitting wherever we are at a restaurant or at a bar or something like that. And just kind of waiting for these moments. And, you know, me, like I said, me and the team were, were there and to watch it out in front of us and then to have those phone calls during that very short time period. Cause yeah, you don't know what you run right away. So they're calling us like, okay, what do we run? What do we run? And, you know, Les will be on the phone with them, giving them maybe like one thing, like, Hey, you get out, you push off just a little bit hard on start four five, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, um, it's the most rewarding part of that process. And like I said, building these relationships for those eight weeks is so important because to see all that and then to see their faces and their family's faces when they do a good job or then when they get signed and, and, you know, get drafted, it's the best feeling in the world. It makes any hard part of that process worth it. Combine is the most grueling stressful time of the year for us you know we're up at four we're not done until nine we have meetings with them every day we have endless data so that's what really like makes it all worth it is you know how hard these guys have worked and you know you have spent the last eight weeks trying to make them confident and feel good about themselves so that the thing does go well for them and then when it does and you know the day comes and draft day and signing and all that it's just the absolute best feeling no, I mean, you guys are are such a pivotal part of that journey and you guys are really changing lives within that journey. Like I said, you just take so much from that experience um, and the wisdom, you know, it's, it's, it's the speed work, it's the technique, it's the data, but it's also the conversations day to day that you're having in those warmups that, you know, the little hit of confidence or you feel someone's energy off and you gave them that confidence that they're like, hey, you're doing fine. You know, like just the, it's the little things along the journey that I think really make it so intimate because again that process is insane like you know um and i was in indy uh one year with you guys and it was i had i couldn't even wrap my head around it was insane i was just watching like you said coach is going in these guys are coming in they have all their own shit they're doing by positions and they're coming in they're getting massaged some guys are having starts out in the hotel lobby and in hallways and it's like dude it's it's crazy so i mean i definitely want to um unpack a little bit more of that like uh you know, indie combine experience. Cause that's, that's, it's once in a lifetime stuff. You know, if you're a fan of football and watch the NFL and all that stuff, you're seeing what's going on behind the scenes of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to sit in my physical therapy office every year. I worked there for five years. I used to sit there and put it on the computer. And I used to tell my boss, I was like, I'm going to combine one year. And I, and I, we talked about that recently when I talked to him, I was just like, remember when I sat in that computer chair and he told me like, why are you looking so hard to find this combine? Like it's not that deep. 
and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. You know, I just, I was so involved and I kept it on the back. I kept on the computers out the whole day. And, you know, I said that and, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity with Les because yeah, day, day five of me coming over to Les, I was just like, I'm going to combine with you this year. He's like, okay, cool. And I did, you know, and, and it's, it was the, it was the coolest experience. And like I said, you get to connect with so many people. And I think that this year was so great for me because I did feel like I had such a integral part in this process. You know, the first year was cool. I met the guys. I had a good relationship with them, but I wasn't as involved um, as I was this year. You know, half the guys at the Texas location, at least, like I've put them by myself, you know, Friday, Saturdays. And, you know, we really did. I did feel like, you know, I had such a great bond with them. So this was such a different experience because I was so involved. And, you know, Indy and Combine is a wild ride. You saw it, you, you know, you were there, but um, we're in the hotel hallways until four in the morning sometimes. Like, Combine, you know, that's the most mentally, mentally drained of your career because they'll call you at like 10 p.m. Be like, oh, yeah, you got medical you gotta you gotta show up at 10 p.m so you know we're there for when they get done with medicals or when they get them media and interviews and all that stuff because that is their only time to train you know so say they have 30 minutes at 1 a.m yeah pull up like we'll be there we'll find a little piece in the hallway we'll put some tape down and you know that's it it's um it's it's a fun experience i get probably like three to six hours of sleep that entire five days but it's worth it every time. I mean, let's say this every time after we come back. I'm like, I don't want to see you or speak to you for like three days. Never ends up happening. Uh, yeah, we have a, a coffee and some some breakfast food from the hotels most of the time. So it checks out. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's amazing. I mean, but that's the. I mean, that's like the little fulfilling parts of what you guys do, and I know how much, like I said, passion is within that group that you guys have, and. Um, like I, it's, it's just crazy. Like, yeah, one in the morning and you're spending all this time together. But, um, I mean, it's amazing. The family that you guys have built. I said, I hate these guys. He said, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I see them always messing with you on Instagram and shit. They're always, uh, always teasing you, but I know it's love. I can't, I can't do anything around. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it makes yeah, that's amazing. It's, um, like I said, to have a constant, like, whether it's a joke or not to have a constant uh, need for accountability is super important. You know, I, I can't stress that enough. Mm. Holding people accountable and having a team that holds you accountable that, you know, they, they praise me when I'm doing something right, but they're going to make sure to let me know when I'm doing something wrong and they will help me and they'll fix it and, and everything. But like there is, there's, it's a balance. It's definitely a balance. And I'm, and I'm grateful for them because, you know, they do, they do um, commend me and everything. They do congratulate me and support me and build me up, um, you know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful for the, the time that I have spent with them and, and the they're there right now. Um, the time that I have spent with them and, and huh. building the relationships that I have with them, those are my brothers. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um to have those people and like you guys again just have such you said a harmony of professionalism and accountability but also the looseness and the friendship and and all that that goes into it um it's just it's amazing i love obviously i love seeing the behind the scenes that i got i've gotten to see with you guys but again this growth and this journey just from you know 
early days at, at J Sarah and then the together ship and then you guys taking on three combine groups this year and then traveling around the country. It's just been so cool. And there's Les right there, the van. <laughs> Sheesh. Look at him. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That's so funny. No, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, we're going to get him on here soon too. Um, but no, I just really appreciate you taking the time. I just, uh, you know, I just love seeing the content that you guys are posting and especially like, you know, I've seen a bunch of stuff that you've been doing and it's like, cool. Like I love how, um, again, you guys have just fully committed to that content, all that stuff and just built this amazing thing that you guys are doing. So I definitely just wanted to hop on here and just get this journey out there. Cause it's inspiring. Again, like I remember when JP pulled up in his car after he just drove from New York to together ship and you know, and we're, we literally built a school like with our hands, fitting those freaking um, treadmills into the door and building a speed lab. And so again, I just, it's so cool to see. And I see other people send me stuff like, Oh, like that, that don't know that I know you guys. And I'm like, Oh, this is, it's awesome. It's like, it's just so cool to, to see the the grind and the come up and that there's still more work to be done. And there always is. But um, I mean, you guys are probably the hardest workers I've ever seen just in general. So Again, just wanted to have you on here. I really appreciate well, your time very, coming on like here. It's very humbling um, coming from you and coming from somebody that has, you know, seen me at a point where, like I said, I really had no idea what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to be there. Um, and I knew that that's, you know, what I had passion for. So coming from, from that to this, and I'm not half, you know, where I want to be or anything like that, but the process has been crazy, but the process has been rewarding. And, um, yeah, to have you in my circle and in my corner and unmatched. It's much, much love always. I mean, I know I got, um, you know, support from you guys and likewise from my end. Um, I mean, last thing I want to ask you is, you know, what would, what would be some advice that you would give a little girl or someone that wants to go be, uh, you know, a, a freaking amazing speed athletic development, you know, just coach, and coach high-level athletes to, to be the best? Like, what advice? Or just anybody that wants to do anything, like you did, sitting there manifesting that you're going to be at the combine. Like, what's your advice yeah, for like, people reaching their dreams? Honestly, I would say just stay committed, but, like, stay afraid, but, like, do it anyway, you know? Like, what's, what's really important is the action and what you do about it. And you don't have to wait around to be confident or you don't have to, you know, wait for the confidence to come because eventually it will come, you know, just – it, like I said, it comes from practice, it comes from experience, it comes from reps, it comes from bad reps, um, but you got to just do it anyway. And I've had to talk myself into a lot of things that I talked myself out of. You know, I've, I've doubted myself a million times. I've hustled backwards a million times. I've gotten it wrong a million times, you know. Um, but there's, you know, there's those times where, like, you get something right, and that's a small win. You know, I'm all about the small wins. You know this, we talked about this, a day that a laser goes right, it's like, oh, done, day's gonna be great, my day's made. I didn't have to mess with anything today, day made. You know, like, it's, it's small things like that that really build it in yourself. And um, like I said, I've, I've been discouraged many times to, um, you know, make myself think that I wasn't good enough or that I didn't deserve to be there. And then I woke up every morning and said things to myself that, I did deserve to be there. I was capable of doing it. I did deserve good things. And 
once again, we go back to the four agreements. I say that to myself every single morning. And, you know, I recommend that book to everybody, but like more so the principles than anything else. It's like the best advice that I can give a woman, man, anything. Like, you know, as long as you are intentional, you do what you say you're going to do. Um, you know, you, you're not taking things personally. You're not making assumptions about anything. You're doing your best. Like that is all time the best advice that I can give anybody. Amazing book. Yeah, that's, that's an incredible book. That book changed a lot of perspective for me as well, but that was amazing. I mean, again, you guys, you yourself and your team, um, and you're not just inspiring, you know, women, you're inspiring everybody, you're inspiring me, you guys are inspiring just people across, I mean, everybody you guys come in contact with, it's, it's, it's amazing to see. So um, I appreciate that. And I'm just uh, excited to witness the the continuing growth of, of yourself and Spelman performance and that whole tribe that you guys got. Um, but again, just looking, looking forward to you guys got me, do you have any plans coming up? Does, uh, Spelman performance have any plans coming up? What's going on with that? I'm sure you've seen recently. I, I launched uh, my women's coaching brand and newsletter more. Her yes. So, um, I really want to kick that off. And again, that's not again, just for women, but it's, it really is meant to highlight women just because it is so underrepresented. I do feel like it's still so taboo. Mm -hmm. Usually the only woman out there. Um, and if I'm not, you know, an intern, they're like, oh, well, what is she doing here? You know, you don't look at me first time you see me and be like, that girl knows what she's talking about. You know, I have nails, they're broken. Um, you know, I don't, I don't look like the normal type that's going to be the only one on the field that's actually really putting in the work. And that's okay for me. I'm totally fine with that. Um, but I really just want to, you know, make these other women, not just me. I know how hard it can be. So I want, you know, every woman to be on a platform where we can all connect and I can put other women on um, because I wish I had that when I was kind of coming up and doing this. So plan to do a lot with that, some seminars and some courses, obviously. And then, yeah, for us, fall is always, always kind of tough. You know, guys go back to season, kids are back to school. So we really want to, seeing how well we did with all these events these last couple months, like, we want to take this international, we really do. We want to, um, you know, mm. get to Europe. We want to get to a couple other countries. And every, you know, every country has their own systems. They have their own research. So we think that it would be really cool to, again, go over there, adapt the research, kind of learn their systems and, and have us share ours as well. We, like I said, we put, we put out free information all the time. So that's not really what we're looking to do. We're not looking to monetize on everything we do. It's about building relationships and it's about learning more. And, um, you know, we're not in competition with anybody. We don't, we don't want to be, we have our own system. And at the end of the day, like we just want to make people better, whether that's a coach or whether that's an athlete, like our vision is the same. We want to put people on, we want to, um, you know, have, have similar goals, of course, but, we're all in this together. I I know that you guys really mean that. And I mean, that's, this is the, like in the sports world of training. I mean, I asked Les this one time, you know, when I was training kids back in California, like somebody stopped and coached over me, like came over and like, and all this stuff, right. I'm sure that's happened to you. And Les was telling me a story when it happened to him about, he's like, man, you, there's just so much ego in this kind of realm of, of sports performance and sports in general. And there, there is a, a little driver of that ego that you need to be successful, but you guys really 
truly have zero ego in, in either of you. It's not, it's, it's all there, like you said, to put people on and to help people win. And that's like the goal. And you could see that and feel that it's very authentic. Um, and then the second thing was, yes, I subscribed to your email newsletter. It's awesome. Um, so I definitely second that it's, uh, again, just free game, the content you guys are putting out, the newsletters, the, I mean, it's so collaborative and it's just really, really appreciative. Um, so again, thank you again for your friendship, um, uh, for inspiring me for, um, you know, just continuing to be an example. So really, really appreciate you hopping on and taking the time. Thank you so much. Yes. Much love.